Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Between You and Me. Um, It is your host, Alex Adams, here today, and we're starting the podcast pretty formally, it seems. Today, I woke up and felt like my life was a mess. Not really. My environment was a mess. And I did a very deep cleanse of my room and bathroom, much needed, and it feels great. Then I took a shower ate some lunch, and I'm ready to record this podcast. It's the weekend at the moment, so I'm kind of like taking it easy, relaxing, but still want my space to be clean and fresh and gorgeous for the upcoming week and things like that. Also, happy March. I know my last episode came out at the beginning of March. I've already had two episodes, I think, that have come out in March so far. Um, But I forgot to say because they're all pre-recorded. So happy March. March is the month of my birthday and it is quite an exciting month because it's the start of spring and usually marks the time where seasonal depression starts to dissipate just a touch. Okay, normally it takes until like April, May before the weather actually gets good around here in Canada, but it does start to feel more like springtime once, you know, spring equinox or whatever it's called happens around the 21st. Um, And then my birthday is on the 31st, so it's right at the peak, the start of spring, ready to go, ready to bounce into the beautiful sunshine, longer days, and I'm excited. I'm very happy, and I think the time change might have happened already, I'm realizing. I might have slept through a time change and not realized it. Hold on. What's it called? Time change spring. Daylight saving. Um... Sunday, March 12th. Okay, okay, okay. So it's going to be tonight. I'm recording this on the 11th of March. It's going to be tonight at at 2 a.m. Okay, interesting. So I'm losing an hour of sleep tonight. All right, no big deal. It's worth it for another hour of sunshine. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about the idea of failure. And this is a... I, I feel like I always say this is an interesting topic. It is, though, okay? This one's interesting because to me... It has a really big emphasis on my life to a certain extent. And if you are an anxious person, it probably has somewhat of an extent on your life too, whether you realize it or not. Because the idea of fearing any kind of failure, I feel like is really, really common in human beings because we have very anxious, I feel like I haven't met a person that genuinely never really experiences a higher degree of anxiety. It just seems to be so present like in our in our day and age, which sucks because it is like a mental illness, but it's probably the most common one that exists in this world. So when I relate the fear of failure to anxiety, I mean that It took me a long time when I was kind of going through my really peak anxious point of my life to realize that there was a root cause to 
my anxiety. And it came from a deep fear of something. And, and it's sometimes extremely subconscious because you don't even realize what that root cause is. But when you kind of investigate and self-reflect and kind of learn lessons throughout the process of life, you can look back and be like, hmm, maybe the anxiety that I'm feeling here is coming from my fear of failing in this aspect of my life. So that's why the idea of fear of failure in my brain like relates so much to anxiety because I think, you know, for the most part, everybody who experiences maybe more anxiety than the average person or should I say more anxiety than the non-anxious person seeing as, you know, everybody experiences anxiety at this point. Um, I lost my train of thought. Basically, what I'm trying to say (laughs) is I think we all collectively as anxious people are afraid of something failing and that is the root cause of almost all kind of anxiety disorders okay now why are we all scared of failure people can be scared of failure in their careers they can be scared of failure in love failure as a parent or being a caretaker to someone the idea of failing is very daunting because in your mind it's probably seen as the end of the world and seen as you have one purpose in a certain aspect of your life and you don't have the ability to fulfill that purpose. Now, regardless of whatever fear it is that you guys potentially have, um, in my case, I had a point of my life where I was very scared of the fear of my relationships in my life, the fear of ending those relationships or not having certain people around me anymore. And that probably came from a lot of attachment issues and then also came from really low self-esteem in the sense that I was didn't feel capable of being alone and didn't feel like I could be successful by myself or maybe just the idea that I believed in something so much that if it failed, I felt like a failure, right? So when you have such a strong fear of failure, in whatever regards it is, it can leave you feeling, one, extremely anxious, which, you know, we've already related how these two go hand in hand. You can feel very helpless. You can have a sense of loss of control and feel extremely powerless, too, because sometimes it makes you believe that you just don't have the skills or the knowledge to achieve something, achieve, you know, a certain relationship or achieve that position of the job that you wanted, right? Or being the successful parent. So you basically are left with this thought process that you won't be able to achieve your goals. It can also be, which I'll talk about afterwards, but a big symptom of fearing failure is procrastination, okay? And I know a lot of you guys, including myself, have trouble with procrastination because the whole idea of procrastination is that you doubt your abilities to do something and you know that it doesn't make you feel good to do something, right? So you just leave it to the last second and you don't don't feel like you want to do it. If you have a huge assignment coming up and you're just like, 
oh God, I don't even understand the content that I'm learning at school right now. How am I supposed to do this assignment? Like I am doubting myself and I don't feel like I'll successfully do it. And you're fearing failing that class. You're fearing the idea of failing in your career. You're fearing that overall fear of failure. So procrastination is a big one. This also leaves you feeling really down about yourself. Like I said, in my own situation, low self-esteem, low confidence. And on top of everything else, a big thing that comes with the fear of failure is the idea that you care a lot about the people's opinions who surround you, right? Like you don't want to let people see you fail. You don't want to let people down. And that can be a big burden on you as well. So there's a lot of reasons, I think, why people are really prone to fearing failure. And one of them is the idea of being a perfectionist. Just because you're a perfectionist in one area of your life also doesn't mean you have to be a perfectionist in every single area, mind you. So being a perfectionist means that your expectations are just too high on yourself and you have a certain idea of how things are supposed to turn out. So if something doesn't go exactly how you planned it and how you envisioned it in your mind, that creates a lot of distress. You're in basically constant fear that you won't live up to really unrealistically high standards that you've built for yourself. So I can relate to this in some way, shape or form because I feel like that's how I feel about the content that I post. I'm a perfectionist to a certain extent until I give up. And that's just the way it is. Allow yourself to have that sense of achievement because that's really important when you're just a human being in general. Having like every so often that feeling of like, oh, I achieved this, I did this, I feel proud of myself, I feel good. If your expectations are too high, you're never gonna feel that. A big thing that comes with this fear of failure is also the idea of comparison because at least that's what I think for myself you see other people doing things maybe similar to you and they're doing much better than you and you can't really rack your brain to why you can't achieve the same things that these people have achieved we all know this comparison is a thief of joy there's so little you gain from comparing yourself to another person that for the most part it's better to just completely ignore (laughs) those feelings of maybe competitiveness or you know putting somebody else above yourself and be like they're so much better than me they're they've they know this they know that they know that because I think as human beings we're not on equal playing fields unfortunately some people are given things and some people have to work for it some people hit luck or it's just the way that their life is planned out. Some people don't hit that luck. So life isn't fair is what I'm trying to say. You can't compare yourself to the next person because you guys were dealt different cards. Okay? That's that on comparison because I've talked about that in many, many, many episodes. The fear of failure also comes from what exactly you define in your own mind failure to be. So not achieving exactly what you plan for yourself and creating a very specific set of expectations that are difficult to live up to 
in the same way that I described in um, being a perfectionist, the idea of what you believe failure is, is going to change your outlook, right? And it'll change how much, I guess, that you actually fear failure itself. Because for some people, their idea of failure would be having an extremely important relationship end. And to another person, that might not even be a thought in their mind. Maybe the idea of their business failing would be the idea that they have failed in life. So everybody's idea of failure is different. And I'm sure in one person's eyes, just because their relationship ended, it wouldn't mean that they had failed at a per- as a person. But to another person, it would. So it really matters to think about like what is your definition of failure in your mind. People also fear failure, unfortunately, because of the people around them, which I described. The people around you can influence the way that you think about yourself. And a lot of the times this can come from maybe close friends, parental figures for the most part, really close people that have a big impact on the way that you think, your perspective, and how you feel about yourself. Sometimes as people, we give other people too much power over us and we let their opinions dictate how we feel about ourselves. This could even go for somebody like myself who has people listening to them or people watching their videos or people tuning into their content and their opinions giving their opinions too much of an impact on how we feel about ourselves too. So disappointing the people that you care about or them pushing the idea that you have failed because of something and telling you that if you don't achieve this, you're failing. For example, a parent telling you, you know, if you don't get into med school, you're a failure. You're a failure to the family and we won't respect you and we won't this and we won't that. That's a lot. Those are big shoes to fill, right? And it can really be daunting and scary to disappoint the people that you love. Sometimes even your parent won't push that in those exact words and be like, oh, if you don't achieve this, then you're a failure. But they'll imply it in different ways, maybe unconsciously or subconsciously, right? That'll make you feel like if you don't achieve something, that they just simply will be disappointed in you. So it's the idea of living up to other people's expectations too that can be really harmful. Not only your own high expectations, but the high expectations that are sometimes unreasonable from other people too. It really sucks because the idea of fearing failure and the ways that it can mentally affect you all because of the way that you define failure within your own life can leave you feeling very low in terms of your self-esteem. You could have super low motivation to even continue to succeed in certain aspects of your life. It'll leave you sometimes even self-sabotaging and limiting your own access to anything that might help you succeed because you just don't feel like you're worthy of it. And it, it can leave you feeling very shameful, like you are so disappointed in yourself that you just feel shame. And this makes it really difficult to get back up, to pursue your goals that you still want to pursue, to even feel like you're capable of pursuing those goals. 
and to get started on any ideas, learn something new. Everything just ends up feeling very challenging, especially if you struggle with anxiety on top of all of this, because you feel like you can't even go out there and succeed in certain aspects of your life because you're just too scared to not succeed, right? I had a close person in my life, have, sorry, who I don't want to like put on air because I didn't ask if I could talk about this. So we're keeping it in on, but they had a very similar experience where I think. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. That this was really present in their life, dealing with anxiety and the fear of failure in terms of their career. So I remember at this point in their life, which they're no longer in, thankfully, but it was really hard for them because it was a time point where they were going between job and job and job and it it wasn't clicking. It wasn't working. They weren't enjoying the position that they were in. They felt like they weren't, they had too much work to do, like an overload of things that they had to take care of. They didn't feel capable of doing any of the tasks that they had to do for this job and they simply ended up quitting every single job, probably three or four jobs over and over again because there was this constant anxiety just looming over their head thinking, okay, I can't do this. I can't succeed in this job. I am going to fail at this job. I am not capable of doing anything that they're asking me to do. I don't have enough knowledge to do this. I don't have the ability to do any of this. So it's really really present like in this example that you can just see from the root cause of fearing failure you're going to have so many quote-unquote symptoms of ways that your mentality is affected because your idea of failing is in this example not succeeding at your job and not finding a career that works for you so when something is more difficult than you'd imagine or you don't quite understand everything that you you think that you're supposed to understand for this job when let's be realistic and not think with an anxious mind and think very rationally you have the ability to learn you have the ability to ask questions you're not ever stuck in a certain position you're able to you know find another job find another this if you really really need to but Nothing's ever perfect and you still have an option to try. But when that fear of failure is looming over your head, that doesn't even seem possible. The idea of trying, the idea of learning a new skill to complete this job and to feel accomplished in certain aspects of the job, but then also, of course, have little disappointments because that's just the way that life is. It doesn't seem like it's something that's possible with the mentality that you have about failure. So number one thing in this situation is when it comes down to fearing failure and if this is something that you really struggle with and or maybe you haven't even realized that this is maybe a root cause to a big anxiety that you've been having in your life, you have to reflect and 
think about the way that you define failure for yourself. You also need to change the way that you think about failure and your mindset on failure. Because let's again think rationally. No anxious mind here, just point blank facts. Failure is a part of life. So you're bound to fail at some point in your life. And at the end of the day, failing actually has its pros, believe it or not. You can always see it as an opportunity to learn more, grow more, and gain more skills. This actually goes back to an episode that I recorded recently about the idea of growth being painful. Failure is an idea of something that is a negative thing in your life, right? And you only grow from these negative like experiences in life if you give yourself a chance to reflect on them and find a way to look at it in a different perspective and learn something from it. Now, another rational thought is that you are allowed to be disappointed in yourself. But that should not stop you from trying again or trying something different in the future. The idea of being disappointed in yourself can sometimes be really awful because, you know, the first person to be the hardest on yourself is you. So I think it's probably pretty relatively easy to disappoint yourself and it can really damage the way that you view yourself. And that goes back to all sorts of mental health things, Um, low self-esteem, low confidence, low trust in yourself. So being kind to yourself in a way that another person that loves you would and letting yourself experience the disappointments but not letting them stop you from doing better in the future is where your mind should be with the idea of failure because failure is disappointing but it shouldn't be the end of the world. Another rational thought is that success actually comes from the course of really challenging events and multiple failures. If you think about it, you only succeed when you failed a bunch of times, when you've realized, okay, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, this doesn't work. That is why you are able to succeed because you have all this new information that you've learned, maybe new strategies to use in the future, new skills that you learn from failing. So if anything, a good way to change your mindset would be to see failure as a slightly positive element in your life because just based on history and based on successful people that you've maybe seen in the in the past or whatever, on the media or even maybe in your family, there's no way that they've reached success without failure. So seeing it as something that's bound to happen and something that will only teach you, although it can be disappointing and negative and yada, 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 at the end of the day, there's greater good that comes out of it. And all in all, changing your negative perspective into a positive one is what's really going to help the idea of fearing failure. It's going to remove the essence of fear in a sense because, as I said, there's so many reasons to see failure as a positive thing and to avoid negative ways of thinking internally to yourself and 
like pushing ideas onto other people or allowing other people's negative ideas to come and push onto you about how to be successful or where success comes from because the only opinion in this scenario that matters when it comes to your idea of success and failure is your own. In order to not fear failure as much, you also have to kind of master this idea that you should only focus on the things that you can control. The idea of failure can also come really presently about things that are out of your control. Sometimes maybe if you're fearing your career failing, then the company shutting down is out of your control. If you're fearing your relationship with a partner, your partner cheating, which could be a really dramatic example, is unfortunately out of your control. These are not things that you can firsthand control in any situation. So the idea of stressing and the idea of trying to grasp for that control in any way, shape, or form, trying to, you know, invest all of your time and energy into this company because you think that if they have you there at all times, the company will never fail. Or if you think that you're super clingy to your partner and you need to know where they are every single second and you know, they're, you have all their passwords for every single social media, you have the password to their phone, that they won't cheat on you because you don't have control over those situations. And these are things that you have to simply accept and not stress about things that you can't control while simultaneously also not fearing things or stressing about things prior to them even happening. Fearing the idea of you failing in any aspect of your life before it's even happened is adding more stress to yourself and giving yourself more things to worry about before anything even happens that you actually have to worry about. This is something that a lot of people do, myself included. It's a mashup of catastrophizing, which is thinking about the worst case scenario that could possibly happen, and then also just predicting the way that your life is going to go when realistically you have no idea how it's going to go. No one does. So you're thinking worst case scenario and you're thinking this is for sure going to happen and now you're acting in that way. You're acting with fear. You're acting with a negative mindset and it's not going to lead you to success. If anything, having that mindset will push you closer to failure because you don't have the positivity that you should inside your mind or, you know, even just the essence of letting go of control and letting life turn out the way it should be. And you're grasping for control in every aspect and you're just not going to feel good at the end of the day. You're not going to be happy and that cannot bring about good things if you don't feel good about your situation, about yourself about the relationship, about the career. Now, if you still feel like you're fearing failure no matter what you do, and even though you try to let go of control, even though you try to change your mindset about it, sometimes that anxiety is a little too hard to bear. You, a good option for, for you would be to try planning ahead. Sometimes this can ease that sense of fear of failure because you have more options until you have none. So working on alternate plans just in case things don't go exactly as planned to begin with 
would be a good idea. Having any kind of plan B or C can help you feel less anxious and more secure about your future and less worrisome about failing in a certain aspect of your life. So for example, going into school and planning maybe a couple different career paths that you think could work for you. You know, like choosing a major that would allow you to go into different types of jobs after you've graduated. Or the idea that knowing that your relationship may not last forever, so you don't build yourself a world, quote unquote, where you drop all your friends and you don't speak to your family anymore because you think that this relationship will be the end all be all and you don't need anybody else in your life. Keeping, you know, attention to the different relationships in your life the same way you would your romantic relationship and prioritizing other elements other than your relationship could be considered a plan B and C too because you need to nurture different relationships. You shouldn't only focus on a romantic relationship because you think that's all you'll ever need because the secret of life is that we just don't know. We don't know what's going to turn out so keep your options open and in this situation I'm not talking about keep that you know other boy in your contact list. That's not what I mean. Don't be a cheater. I mean, you know, love and hope for good in the future in your relationship, but know that that nothing's set in stone. So at the same time, nurture your relationship with your partner as well, because just because you're with them doesn't mean you're going to be with them forever. Okay, two different outlooks on that one, but that was my example. The main overall arcing, does that make sense? The main arcing overall statement of this whole talk is to be open to change and things not going exactly how you plan them to go. Sometimes if you are fearing certain failures in your life, these failures can actually bring the biggest blessings. Sometimes things need to fail in order for new things to come into your life. Sometimes that job needs to go south so that you find a new career path that fills you up and you love it. Sometimes you need to end a certain relationship so that you can have that time to spend with yourself and nurture all your other relationships. Or even sometimes you need to fail at school so that you realize you need to put in more effort. You need to be working more. You need to change your lifestyle. Do you see what I mean? There's lessons in these failures, which is why we shouldn't be so afraid of failure. Because just because one aspect of your life fails doesn't mean you yourself are a failure. Okay? I hope this helped anybody that potentially is struggling with the fear of failure in any aspect of their life. I know, like I said at the beginning, it's really present in anxious people. So I'm sure I'm not alone in fearing certain aspects of life and scared of not being successful in these different aspects. But going back to it, you need to take a chance to look at failure in a different way and a different light and be content with 
the only constant thing in life, which is change. All right. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been good. This was a good flow, good talk. I enjoyed it. Sometimes I end my podcast and I'm like, what the fuck did I just talk about? This one was actually kind of spectacular. So round of applause for us. This is my second to last episode of this season, unfortunately. At the same time, I'm kind of happy to wrap this season up. It's been a lot of work. (laughs) And I've just been simultaneously doing a lot of other work to start you know, prepping for the next season. So, I mean, not really, kind of. I don't want to make it sound like there's going to be a whole studio production next season, but um, got to get a couple of sponsors on here first before then. So go and share this podcast to your loved ones so that we can uh, get the traction going, get on the top of the Spotify podcast charts. Am I right? Um, don't forget to go check out the Instagram for further podcast information at Between You and Me Podcast. TikTok's at Between You and Me Pod and YouTube is at Between You and Me Pod. I love you guys. Have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you next week. Bye.